This is the Mark Milton Show with a Smash with former Department of Justice Tax Division trial attorney Mark Milton and the Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on a cat and drive. All right, yeehaw, Smash. This is the Mark Milton Show. Glad to see you, buddy. You too, with the Smash. There he is, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios and presented by STL Tax Lawyer. Dot com Miller Furniture still has their big yeah. half-off sale going on in both showrooms, Belleville and Lake St. Louis. All-in-stock <clears throat> furniture is on sale as well as some custom orders. You can get that American-made furniture, one of the biggest selections of American-made furniture in the region out there at Miller Furniture. Again, Belleville and Lake St. Louis. Yes, questions, man. Do you tax lawyer types? Do you ever have, like, half-price sales or anything No, like never. That? <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> we, occasionally, <laughs> we occasionally will give... Uh, you know, we'll cut cut some time if sure. necessary. We'll give a discount maybe on a flat fee basis. Yeah. Um, but no, we I mean typically it's hourly rates and uh-huh. you know, if I can't It's build, a heavy season for you right now. It is a heavy season right now. Tax yep. season uh is underway, uh almost coming to an end here with October fifteenth. Yeah. Um and also the Miller Furniture sale ends October thirteenth. Uh-huh. So maybe maybe you're gonna get a refund here. You go out and maybe buy a new dining set, new couch, new nice. new recliner. Um, but definitely check them out. Miller Furniture. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R Furniture.com. Again, both Belleville and Lake St. Louis mm-hmm. showrooms having a half off sale. And good reminder, tax deadline, 1015. There are no more extensions. Yeah. So make sure if you are on extension, you get your taxes filed. Even if you can't pay, make sure you file the return. You yeah. can always work something out with the IRS later. But if you don't file on time, you will incur a pretty sizable penalty just for not filing. So be sure to do that. Smash, it's been a crazy week. Yeah. Uh, we had the president, uh, you know, had the COVID last week, came out of the hospital this week, uh, proclaims himself cured as yeah. a result of uh, some experimental medicines, therapeutics, yeah. whatever it may he be. He wants everybody to take it. He wants everybody to take it. Regeneron, I think is the name of the- Regeneron. The, the, uh, That's right. The med- I don't know what you call it, medicine or therapeutic yeah. that uh, is still under experimental trials, and he demanded that he get it, and sounds like he's-, he's yeah recovered i don't know if he's still contagious but uh we'll talk about the next presidential debate in a minute i want to talk about the vp debate we had the debate this week with mike pence vice president Mm -hmm. kamala harris Mm -hmm. uh senator harris who is obviously joe biden's vp pick how do you think how do you think think well uh, what i saw in uh, kamala harris was a very sharp and shrewd woman knew how to keep her composure and i believe that to be because she's a prosecutor and in the gig as prosecutor, you got to know composure because composure is part of what sells the other party being prosecuted and being found guilty, if that's what the deal is. Well, it's funny you say that because if you think about a prosecutor, who are they playing to? The jury, right? Right. And the jury here is the American public. Exactly. And from my standpoint, what I saw was someone who misstated facts and yeah. frankly just told right. a lot of lies. And I think... Yeah. The jury, the American people see through a lot of it. One in particular, um, you know, the tax issue. So Mm -hmm. she talks about taxes and what they're going to do. And Joe Biden has been on the record saying that he's going to repeal the Trump tax cuts. And I thought Mike Pence did an excellent job of saying, well, if you're going to repeal the tax cuts, that's not only going to increase taxes for the wealthy. It's going to increase taxes on the middle class who currently experienced a $2,000 per household tax advantage Mm -hmm. as a result of the cuts, as well as 
they saw their household incomes rise by $4,000 yeah, $4, as a result. So we'll play this clip right here and get your reaction. The truth and the fact is Joe Biden has been very clear. He will not raise taxes on anybody who makes less than $400,000 a year. repeal the Trump tax cuts. Uh, Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm speaking. He was neutered there. He got neutered pretty early with uh, trying to interrupt. Or her. she knew how to play it to him, too. It was a tough dynamic. Yeah. It's it's not, you know, when you had Trump and Biden sort of yeah. yelling at each other, I do think the gender dynamic was was, good was uncomfortable for Pence because yeah. he didn't want to be perceived as interrupting her, being a bully and, and right. whatnot. But at the same time, he, you know, she was she wasn't stating facts that were, you know, these weren't these. She wasn't saying the truth because. Civics lesson: If you repeal something, then you're lose. I mean, you lose those tax cuts. So right. it would have to be theoretically replaced with something else. And so now he can say, "Well, I'm not going to raise taxes on people making 400 grand." But you would need Congress to get on board yeah. with whatever proposal you have. So yeah. to straight up say, "I'm going to repeal the Trump tax cuts," does result in an increase in tax for the middle class. When she did those kind of things, was it, Mr. President? I'm speaking right now, and, and kind of shut him down two or three times, if mm -hmm. not more. Yep. Uh, do you think he was forcible enough in saying, hey, lady, you're lying? I think he should have been more forceful with the moderator because I don't uh -huh. think the moderator was fair in the way that she would interrupt him when he would go over time. Yeah. But then Senator Harris seemed to be able to speak as long as she right. wanted without, without those MSNBC? interruptions. Right. So, again, you had kind of a two-on-one scenario. Yeah, right. And also the loaded questions. Yeah. Um, I think that— like one of the questions about the economy is, you know, she she premised it with something about we're seeing very troubling reports, and you could tell Pence just kind of shook his head, and, and yeah. you know, in his mind, the economy is re rebounding, right. and and he I thought made it a good case for for why the Trump the Trump Pence administration is better suited to kind of pull us out of whatever mm -hmm. COVID recession mm -hmm. or whatever we have. Um, but another line of questioning, and this has really bothered me, um, and I and we talked about it last week that Trump did a horrible job answering the question about white supremacy and, mm -hmm. and denouncing that. Yes, and, he did. And I don't think anyone can debate that he did a terrible job doing that. But what I have a problem with is the left continuing to promote this narrative that he referred to the white supremacists yeah. as fine people. And that's not what happened. So today I wanted to kind of go back. I went back and looked at the action because I remember watching it in real time too. that yeah. press conference at Trump Tower where, yeah. where Trump was asked about you know, he made the comment about there's fine people on both sides. But actually, I want to start with the clip. Um, it was right when this when the when the the idiot ran uh, you know ran his car through the crowd, right. and and Trump was giving a press conference shortly after that. So let's yep. play that clip first. We're closely following the terrible events unfolding in Charlottesville, Virginia. We condemn in the strongest possible terms this egregious display of hatred, bigotry and violence on many sides, on many sides. It's been going on for a long time in our country. Not Donald Trump, not Barack Obama. It's been going on for a long, long time. And so right, those were his initial, that was his initial reaction yeah. to what was going on. And so what I hear there is him condemning bigotry on the right, but also I think he was referring to the, the left, the Antifa groups that yeah. were there sort of, you know, attacking some of the, the, the people who were there protesting the removal of, of a Robert E. Lee statue. And that's, mm -hmm. I think, important context because that is what happened in Charlottesville. That's what yeah. sort of caused all this was there was a group that had organized a, a protest of the proposed removal of a Robert E. Lee statue. 
they had a permit they you know had a had a peaceful assembly yeah and then there was another group that came in sort of the 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 left uh antifa types who came in and basically i mean attacked that group with yep. batons and all these things and it led to this you know basically a riot and then you had this idiot you know take his car and, and drive through the crowd right. and tragically it's portrayed as it was a peaceful protest coming into their assemblage and they the white guys turned the peaceful protest into the riot that it became they were only defending themselves they came to peacefully protest that was my understanding and then now we'll go to the clip that's you know now has been made yeah. famous and sort of has been used to call Trump essentially a white supremacist yeah. or a racist. So let's play that clip. You're putting what you're calling the alt-left and white supremacists on the same moral plane. I'm not putting anybody on a moral plane. What I'm saying is this. You had a group on one side and you had a group on the other and they came at each other with clubs and it was vicious and it was horrible and it was a horrible thing to watch. But there is another side. There was a group on this side, you can call them the left, you've just called them the left, that came violently attacking the other group. So you can say what you want, but that's the way it is. You said there was hatred, there was violence on both sides. Well, I do think there's blame, yes. I think there's blame on both sides. You look at, you look at both sides. I think there's blame on both sides. And I have no doubt about it, and you don't have any doubt about it either. And, and if you reported it accurately, you would say. And you had some very bad people in that group. But you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group, excuse me, excuse me, I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of, to them, a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down, excuse me, are we going to take down, are we going to take down statues to George Washington? How about Thomas Jefferson? What do you think of Thomas Jefferson? You like him? Okay, good. Are we going to take down the statue? Because he was a major slave owner. Now, are we going to take down his statue? So you know what? It's fine. You're changing history. You're changing culture. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. All right, so let's, and I want to con contrast that with what Kamal Harris said last night about yeah. this. And again, like you heard it right there, he's condemning the the neo Nazis and the white supremacists. And I thought it was also interesting. Mike Pence brought up the point, which I don't know why they don't talk about this more. Donald Trump's daughter and son-in-law are Jewish. Yeah, his grandkids are Jewish, and so the idea that he would somehow be a Nazi sympathizer is sort of ridiculous in my mind. But again, he doesn't help himself when at the debate he doesn't come out and just condemn these things but yeah. what bothers me is like this statement here we're going to play the clip from kamala harris of the vp debate we are talking about an election in 27 days where last week the president of the united states took a debate stage in front of 70 million americans and refused to condemn white supremacists not true and not true it wasn't like he didn't have a chance he didn't do it and then he doubled down 
And again, it ignores. I mean, is he supposed to do it every time he talks? I mean, it's like that. That's where I have a problem with it. He, well, he I blew think... it when he said, "All right, back, back, <laughs> whatever." Said back off and. What what did he say, man? He's, uh, uh, yeah, it was bad. Stand, it was bad. Stand down and stand, yeah, stand by. That was yeah. it. But stand again, down I, again, and stand by. There's more coming. But again, in the context of what he was saying, I think it was more in the sense of, uh, I don't think he was referring specifically about white supremacists in that sense. I think he was talking right. about people on the right who have also been counter protesters mm -hmm. to the Antifa and the Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So, look, my point in all this is. Everything is seen is taken out of context, and I think it's just does everyone a disservice when you have people like Joe Biden and Kamala Harris calling our president a racist. When I just don't, I, I don't think that that the facts warrant that. That uh, you know label. from where that stems, this is the left getting back at Donald Trump for calling Joe Biden Sleepy Joe for calling Hillary Clinton Crooked Hillary, and so this is their version of Crooked Hillary. White supremacist Donald Trump. Well, the irony, too, is you got Kamala Harris up there last night just talking about Joe. She kept calling yeah, him right. Joe like yeah, their buddies. Like and, their yeah. and, but who's called him a racist? She did. She called him a racist during, a good point. during the Democratic debates. She Trump. also said that he was a—she uh, believed the people, the, the women who accused him of sexual assault. Yeah. But now it's friendly Joe. Yeah, her and, exactly her and Joe right. are buddies. And where's so, Pence to jump on that? Well, where's the moderator? Yeah. Okay? This good is the point. problem. The moderators have not— Right challenge them on yeah. any of this stuff and they let them get a free pass on the facts on their policies when you're talking about the green new deal yeah <laughs> i mean the the, the, yeah. the part about the green new deal it's just amazing that they're trying to walk that back but you know kamal harris sponsored the green new deal right. in the senate right joe biden has acquiesced to it he's sort of you know rolled over to, so that he doesn't yeah. upset the aoc and, and so for her to be on the stage last night and deny that they support the Green New Deal. I just think, to your earlier point, the jury sees through it. The jury, I think, knows the facts, and ultimately, I think that they're not gonna they're not gonna buy it. Here's the problem with the jury: the jury being the American people, the American people, in its vastness, as far as population is concerned, they only read the headline. So, if the headline says Donald Trump will not say anything about white supremacy. That's all they know about the story. They don't read any deeper in the story. And the left is not going to go deeper anyhow. So everybody in this country needs to go beyond the the shallow, well, shall and, we say. And a lot of people in the jury have rendered their verdict without all the information. Exactly. They haven't heard the closing exactly. arguments. And that's about early voting. Exactly. And the problem with people voting based on different information. And I really worry about that going forward. I just I, I think we need to do what we can to try to get people voting based on the same information. Because you have people that literally have already voted before any of these debates have taken place. Yeah, They're not going to get to hear the candidates with their closing arguments. Now you've got, we talked earlier about the, pre the next presidential debate. It mm -hmm. was announced this week that they want to make it virtual. Donald Trump's come out and say, I'm not doing it virtual. Yeah, And so my concern is the jury won't have all the facts. They won't have all the arguments before yeah. they actually render. And so that leaves the outcome very much uh, up yeah. in the air at this point. Yeah. Well, what did you think about uh, the other night, Pence versus Harris? Who who was the the batter dude in this deal? Well, I I thought that Pence showed why he has been Donald Trump's biggest asset since 2016. Mm -hmm. I mean, Pence provides assurance to people who question Trump's stability yeah. that this guy, if he can stand by Trump, so can I. Yeah. I can vote for Trump if 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 I know that Mike Pence is there with him every step of the way. The guy has been the most loyal of, of, of uh, allies for, for President Trump. And I thought he did a really effective job 
countering um, Kamala Harris on the coronavirus response because, yes. you know, Mike Pence led the coronavirus task yes, force. And so he, I thought it was really effective the way he said, you know, I've looked at your guys' proposed plan of what you would do to combat the, the, the yeah. coronavirus and – I got to say, it's, it looks like a lot like plagiarism exactly. because all the things they're saying that the Trump administration has been doing. Yes. And that's what I, I wish the media and these moderators would put them on the spot, you know, and say, well, what would you have done differently? Right. Because the one thing we know is that Joe Biden accused Donald Trump of being xenophobic when he shut down travel from China. Yeah. Which, you know, King Fauci, who the Democrats love to you know, tout yeah. said that 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 ease that decision early on easily saved hundreds of thousands, if not millions of lives. Right. So I, I really the the hyperbole with, oh, we have 210,000 people dead, 210, you know, Kamal Harris, 10,000, yeah. 210,000 dead bodies. You yeah, know, right. she kind of gave that yeah. graphic like a murder trail. And it's like, well, you can look at it that way or you can look at it more optimistically and say, hey, it could have been a lot worse had we not done right. what we did. Right. And I thought by I thought. Pence did a good job of doing that. Also with China, uh, she tried to make the case that, you know, it was a really good moment where Kamala Harris said, well, you lost the trade war with China. And Pence's response was, well, Joe Biden never fought it because he's been yeah, cheerleading China for the last 30 years. Yeah. Pretty devastating. So I thought Pence, if you're going to say who won the debate, I thought yeah. Pence was the, the clear winner. I mm -hmm. thought he looked professional. I thought he was respectful. Um, people can give him trouble for going over time. But I think he made a very strong case for you know, why the Trump-Pence uh, ticket is better suited to kind of lead us through the next chapter. Mm -hmm. I just saw two people there who were like, just use the term vanilla milkshake with a, maybe somebody threw some sprinkles in here and there, you know. But that's that's what I saw. It was less stressful to watch because yeah, was, was. the last You could have gone just, to sleep or, or easy on that. was just, there was so much anxiety with uh, it because it just felt, you know, you didn't know what was going to happen and they were interrupting each other. So from that standpoint, I thought, the moderator did a decent job, but I, I do think that she, like I said earlier, she wasn't fair with necessarily allowing it's MSNBC, one person. man. Like at one point. It's the territory. Senator Harris said, no, I, I deserve to respond to that. And yeah. she gave her the two minutes. Yeah. And Pence tried that several times and didn't get it. Yeah. So then Pence would just take whatever time he had allotted for the next segment and just talk about exactly, that. Exactly, I know. So it's just kind of like, do yeah. the topics even matter at this point? What did you take about the last statement Pence made? You know, something along the lines of, you know, and, and in the end, we're all going to come together as Americans. Yeah, let's play that clip. I thought that was the best point, best moment of the night for Pence. You didn't think that was like just some phony crap? No, I didn't. I thought all right, because I, I tell I you thought, what I thought it was. So I thought it was him setting them up to be non-American. See what I'm saying? Because they're not going to be coming together, and in not coming together, then that plays a heavier drop as what? far as. Uh, and I thought Harris, her, I didn't think her reaction at the very end was very good at all. I yeah, thought right. I thought she kind of tried to play the partisanship, like, yeah. yeah, if you're if you feel left behind, you need to get out and vote, blah blah yeah, blah. Right. Let's play that clip. Well, I'd or, like you to answer the question. Yeah, yes. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Again. We have it within our power in these next 27 days to make the decision about what will be the course of our country for the next four years. We can debate vigorously as Senator Harris and I have on this stage tonight. But when the debate is over, we come together as Americans. That's, that's a nice message, but I don't know. Oh, that's beautiful. That's so sappy <laughs> in today's modern world. It's hard. It's sappy, but at the same time, his constituency wants to come together as Americans. Theirs does not. And so that's what he's playing off of. 
bumping off of, in my opinion, because otherwise that was about as sappy ass as you can get. <laughs> it was pretty, and he, he can come across a little bit sappy. Pence can. He's yeah. very solemn. Well, that's and, his know, deal. Yeah. But that's his, that's kind of his. And again, it's a nice contrast to D Donald Trump. I think you couldn't afford to have two very bombastic people on the ticket. Oh, brother. So it's a perfect yin and yang. <laughs> it would be wild. It's a perfect yin and yang. Yeah. So you're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the smash little VP debate breakdown here on the Mark Milton How's Show. How's that backyard of yours looking It's nowadays, looking man. really good. We had a nice fire. I've become kind of a pyromaniac. Yeah. I just had a bunch of fire to... Uh, Firewood delivered. Yeah. A cord. You know, yeah. it's measured in cords. Well, you got it beautifully made there, buddy. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. TRC Outdoor. Thank you. you it's magnificent. You want to do the read here? Well, I see. I, I can do. I can say TRC knows how to do their stuff. And what I saw, from what I saw over at your house, craftsmanship, man. Because not only do they have an eye for design, they know work. They know craftsmanship. They know how to build correctly so it not only beautifies your house, but also is a value added to your house because maybe someday you might want to take off, all right? You're going <laughs> to sell your house, right? And selling your house, you better have some value added because that's what people are looking for nowadays. TRC, man, that's bravo to you for going with those guys. That's the way to go, man. Yeah, couldn't be happier with the results. So check them out, TRC Outdoors, trcoutdoor.com. When we come back, we're going to have Steve Lehman from uh, the News Channel 5 in Nashville join us. Nice. He broke a story this week about the Titans yeah. and their COVID outbreaks. We're going to get uh, get an update from him. This is the Mark Milton Show, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios and presented by stltaxlawyer.com.